Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. You're listening to Room 104. It is Cormac and Saoirse here. And today, I, I don't even know if it was good news or if it was uh, bad news, but there was a lot of talk a little bit earlier on about information that came out with regards to your local pub opening, saying that, one, you well, yesterday we were told you have to have a main meal that cannot cost any less than uh, €9. Euro. So you can't have, um, the pub can't serve you peanuts in a bowl and charge you four quid for that. It has to be a sort of a main meal. It has to cost about €9. Quid. Um, it's something you'd see off a main menu in the afternoon or the evening. And, and then there was... Uh, a bit of information released earlier on or leaked earlier on or came out earlier on it was all over Twitter that you're only going to be allowed to stay in your local for 90 minutes um, I, I don't know if you saw this here but like 90 minutes would disappear in the blink of an eye in your local I found this shocking like 90 minutes it's like um, you're going to kind of some game thing you know like a uh, fit zone or something where you have 90 minutes clocks and then you have to leave again <laughs> maybe it there'll be a big uh, countdown clock on the top of the wall yeah. and then it'll be going oh, in. what's going on yeah, yeah. you make um, sure that you actually have enough time to spend with somebody because usually you meet someone in the pub maybe that you haven't seen in a while and you're catching up 90 minutes you're under a time slot are they going to come you, around and go right now your time's up out you go yeah so i mean i know uh, we're, the yeah, overall, we're all trying to make sure that we're safe to open, that we're keeping things clean and healthy and all that kind of things. But a few people pointed out earlier on that, is it not better to keep people in the one area for the whole night instead of forcing them to move to another place and another place and another place? You know what I mean? And we're not talking about, you know, people want to get smashed off their face from seven o'clock in the evening to 12. But, you know, you go to a pub after you go to a restaurant because, you know, there's a bit of time pressure on you to free up the table in the restaurant. And now you're kind of like, yeah. you want to be able to sit down and relax in your local and kind of just uh, chill out anyway. So listen, um, as soon as there is clarification on all these things we will uh, we will keep you updated on uh, the news will we'll keep you updated here and over on fm104.ie but there's a, a brilliant page that was brought to our attention a little bit earlier on and it's called uh, it's called the Angry Bartender Ireland and we're after managing to get a hold of the person who uh, kind of runs that page and because they work as a bartender or a bar manager um, we're going to keep them anonymous we'll just call them Angry Bartender from now on but they join us on the line uh, Angry Bartender what's the story sir how are you? How's it going Cormac? Yeah, not too bad. So before we maybe get into the kind of confusing mystery that is the current guidelines that have been kind of released or leaked or suggested for pubs opening in the next while, how long have you been running this Angry Bartender page? About six years now. So it was just started at the place, the vent, you know. 
there's some private groups and stuff but it was more just for the fun of it just to get out there and, and have a bit of crack at, at the customer's expense you know <laughs> so venting yeah. about them um, not leaving or talking to you too much giving out about pints that aren't poured properly the usual the, yeah the usual just with a, a bit of a, a funny note to it I am um, I could have a few stories for you as well um, I think everyone everyone in this country has worked in a bar I think at some stage it's nearly like you know like a rite of passage to, to, to growing up in, in Ireland and here but the one thing that used to do my head in was I worked in a pub in Temple Bar for a couple of years and you'd obviously get loads of tourists coming in but this one crowd went absolutely insane at me there was a, a big group of students I think they were Spanish students but the, the guy got really really aggro with me because I poured the Guinness and I let the Guinness settle and he started screaming at me that Guinness was black and what I poured him was brown and he wanted his money back and I was like <laughs> okay okay calm down there pal because uh, you know just take it easy so there's, there's, the, the good thing about working in the bar is that you'll have endless amounts of stories I think for the rest of your life Oh, we could do a whole show on it, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will. Listen, the rest of the show's been cancelled. Angry bartenders on for the night will just be <laughs> reading Facebook posts. But um, apart from obviously all the, because it's it built up a decent, you know, decent following online now. There's about what thirty thousand people who are following that page and obviously using it as group therapy amongst uh, amongst other things. Um, before we get into what came out today and maybe yesterday with regards to the food and stuff like that, how has life been as a bar manager over the last couple of months? I imagine a huge shock to the system. Yeah, look, it's. Been- tough and, and like pretty much everybody but I'm a guy who hasn't had a weekend off in probably 17 years um, and adjusting yeah. to that adjusting your life back to daytimes look, look it's been hard but you're also suffering then with, with the worry because we were forced to close we knew we'd be last to come back and then we right. knew what would we come back to who knows so there has been that worry throughout and that's for, for everyone in hospitality it's hotels bar chefs so that has been a, a big factor over the last three months is that, is that worry which is, I mean, I think completely, completely yeah. fair, fair enough as well. And I know, you know, you might be listening to this thinking that, oh God, like the pubs are, are not, I think we all know they're obviously not the most essential thing in the world, but there is about, what, a thousand licensed pubs in Dublin, I think. So there's a huge amount of people that are employed in the, yeah. in the pub trade in this city and Look, in the country. Oh, massive. There'll be 7,000 pubs in Ireland, you know. Um, and yeah. the fact that gets thrown around a bit is one in 10 people who are employed in this country are directly employed hospitality that's not delivery drivers that is directly employed by hospitality and that's if you looked at my page over the last 46 weeks that's what i'm fighting for the comedy has somewhat dropped away to more of a serious point that yeah i don't care personally if i can go out on a saturday night and have a session which is what everyone thinks is going to happen i care about the staff that work for me i care about other hospitality employees who want to come back to work and they want to make it as safe as possible for everybody and the public and is just getting slaughtered on, on social media, that it's all the hungry publican who's making millions. And that's a small fraction. Like, th- th- there's family-run businesses, there's small pubs, there's tiny pubs, there's big pubs. Not everyone is making millions, but they all employ people. And that's what's key, you know? But I think it is fair to say that a, a lot of people, that is their social outlet. You know, meeting someone on a Friday or Saturday night for a pint is what we miss the most, I think, for oh, a lot of people. Absolutely. But if you even take any occasion that we celebrate in Ireland, predominantly is around a pub. Funerals, weddings, birthdays, leaving parties, you know, engagement parties. Mm. It all stems around that, that social activity and that social hive. It won't be like that for a while, but people don't seem to want to give the pubs the benefit to open and see what it will be, you know. Give people the opportunity to, to work again and let's build up to that stage by stage. And that's really what I'd be advocating for on the page is don't judge everyone because you think there's one large group makes millions and every publican is a millionaire. That's not 
the case, you know, and like, you could go into it and insurance and all that stuff of why they're not, but there are some pubs that charge a lot for a drink, but they have large overheads. There are some pubs down the country who charge very little and their family run. It's different strokes, different folks, but the confusion isn't helping with, peop- with people's opinions of what the pub will be, you know? Like, I get a lot of messages on the page, a lot of messages from customers, funny enough, over the last couple of years as we got bigger, and a lot of bar staff seeking advice. Now, I'm, I, I'm not proclaiming to be the best bar manager in the world, but people reach out to us and seek advice because they're, yeah. not getting it, they're not getting it from the government. They're not getting it from the LVA, the VFI, Falter Ireland. They don't know where they stand, you know? And it, it's, it's heartbreaking when you read someone's messages. And I get a couple of messages. I have gotten a couple of messages from older bar staff who have underlying conditions, and they don't know if they're going to be forced to go back to work. They don't know... Yeah. And reading that just breaks my heart. And I try to answer them, but it's only my opinion. I'm not educated enough to be telling people what they're going to do. You know, I know what I'm doing in my pub, but stuff like that is heartbreaking. And and the the, the LVA and the, and the VFI and the government and Fulcher Ireland have a lot to answer for because we're being left behind and we're a big sector. You know, and and it seems like our information is changing every second day. We don't know our arse from our elbow. We don't know what we have to do, and it's poor. We don't even know what we can open. To. We're opening in ten days. Pubs are opening the doors in 10 days. And whether they're restaurants or pubs that serve food, so what? You need to tell us what we have to do because we will do it, but we just need clarity. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's probably fair enough. So what, you're opening obviously in 10 days. I imagine you have uh, started maybe get a few deliveries back in. What have you changed and how is your current setup in your place looking like at the moment? Well, like, so what we've done, we had to bring in an online booking system to make sure we're okay with that. We've, yeah. We're retraining some bar staff to be hosts, some bar staff to be waitresses, because obviously it will predominantly move to floor service, which is fine. They're back to work, they're happy. We've had to book storage for some furniture, a lot of furniture. There's a lot of labour in moving that. We had a lot of stock in place for St. Patrick's. That all had oh, to come back yeah. up. And like wow. it goes it goes down, but it doesn't come back out as easy. And that was an effort. And like I just want to say, fair play to the Heineken, the Azos, the CNCs, because they were the first out to say, don't worry about it, we won't charge you, you'll be credited. And that helps the publican, you know? They're not worried about paying those bills. But like <laughs> I've been back at probably about three weeks and I've been flat out organising all that. And it's hard to organise it when it's changing. You know, like we had measured out and we created floor plans for our, our booking system on two metres. You know, and now we're hearing a maybe one metre. And we had created a booking time for two hours. Might be 90 minutes. Lads, like this is not a rocket science. And if you had have asked anybody within the trade, you might have got a clear plan or some, some points or, or helpful tips on what to do. But they seem to have just gone ad hoc, doing what he wants, and they're kind of just guessing now at this stage, it looks like. People are going to be turned off by the fact that they only have 90 minutes in the pub or they have to buy food with a pint. Well, yeah, that's, that's usually. And this statement that you have to buy food, I haven't heard that yet and it's been leaked. So I'd love clarity on that from somebody. 90 minutes is unfeasible, unmanageable, and it will not work. You know, like, and at that 90 minutes, can I nip out for a smoke? And does my time start again? It's just unfeasible. Like, and if even if people take it out, out of their head, a packed pub with 500 people back to back, that won't be the case. It will be 60 people sitting down. That's still hard to manage. Who's been in? Who's gone? What are they doing? It, it's, it's unfair as well because you might get an extra spend from a dessert. You might get an extra spend of another cocktail, but you're restricting businesses to that now. You can't upsell. You can't do any of that. 
because you're going to have to force your guests to leave after 90 minutes. Yeah, it just seems a bit yeah weird and confusing. So I know there's been we we had Simon Harris on last week and speaking about the the two meter um, reduction down to one meter. What he said now last I think it was last Thursday we had him on Wednesday or Thursday. He said that the official line is still two meters, so that officially has not changed. But I know as I said there's conflicting stuff coming out um, all the time that maybe they need to kind of firm up on a little bit. But with the two meters, have you been able to estimate how many people will be able to be in your pub and how much of a reduction it is in numbers? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I know, but I tell you, I couldn't give you the figures because you might guess where I work because it, it'd be a big enough place. <laughs> right. um, we'll, do, we'll do the maths and we'll figure out the equation uh, and it, come in handy. It's big enough, like, and there wouldn't be many pubs the size of what we have, like, you know. So, yeah, it would be a, probably about a 60-70% drop in what we can take people-wise, you know, like, it, it, it would kill it. But at two metres, we knew what we were getting into, you know. We, like, yeah. we were able to plan for that. We could we could staff, we could cost. We, we knew, you know, like, that, that was the plan, two metres grand. And that's a two metres, come in and sit down. And me and you, Cormac, go for a point Saturday when the pubs open and watch the whole Premier League. We could sit there for eight hours, having a few casual points, no problem. Now, yeah. apparently, we can't do that, you know. So, it, that gets difficult, you know, and it's just, I'm going to go again, it's just confusing. Lads, just tell us what you want us to do. Firm it down and let it get on with it because some businesses might make the call not to open until things get easier. Fine, but just let them know because then staff need to know. Families are worried. There's a lot that follows on behind it, you know. I think that's a big one, isn't it? Where people don't know and, I mean, everyone's trying to do their best to stick to the guidelines, but I guess when it's blurred and it's very restrictive, it makes it very hard for, you know, even when I heard about this today, I don't know how officially true it is. It put me off. I thought to myself, well, I'm not going to go to a pub until, you know, the restrictions have, have eased completely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we don't want to like work it in any way either. You should be coming to the pub to switch off. You know, yeah. you should like yeah. we're trying our best not to make the pub environment like a hospital. You know, what I mean, not too sterile but clean. You know, you 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 feel safe, but it's not sterile where you're going. This is like a hospital, and that, like that's what you want to be doing. But you don't want to be sitting there watching your watch. You know, I'm going to be over here in an hour over half an hour. Like that's not right, and that's not what it's about. Pubs should be a switch off from reality to socialise. And, and to, to, to chill out with friends and that's what we're known for, you know? Yeah, it'll be interesting over the next couple of months to see what does happen and, and to see what does happen down the road. I agree with you 100% with regards to, as well as what you said, turning kind of people off and I hope it doesn't happen because mm. as you said, there's there's so many people who are uh, involved. Uh, I know live entertainment isn't back as of yet but people need obviously there's the direct people who are employed but obviously musicians um, who have uh, musicians and comedians and performers and production staff and lighting crew and all that stuff uh, for venues that do have stages and live music as well they're all out of work as well so I mean there is a knock-on effect of this It's massive but just a step back as well that hasn't been recommended the LGA suggested that so they could open earlier no one has come out and said you can't have live music like so and, and I understand that that's a big misconception like like if I open on the 29th I can put a band on but people can't get up and dance you know and that's on me to manage that but you probably wouldn't have live music if you can't afford it but it's the, miscon- <laughs> yeah. it's the misconceptions that's out there people don't understand and if people are confused they will be afraid and they won't want to come to pubs and the government and, and the lobby groups aren't helping us they're really not they're fighting amongst themselves just sit down lads talk to each other and come out with a coherent statement of what we have to do. You know what I mean? And change it then based on medical advice. Not because, well, 
some group thinks we should open longer or shorter. Or, like, that's not right. Yeah. It's, it's just not right. We just need clarity. Just, you know what, yeah. let everyone sign a waiver on the way in the door saying, you know what, <laughs> you can come in and stand as close to everyone beside you. Uh, you're just not going to sue us if you get coronavirus, so you can go that's sort it. that out yourself. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, listen, well, well, listen, fingers crossed, obviously it... it uh, it's frustrating but I suppose it, in, in in some ways it's a good frustration to have because you're getting your doors back open and fingers crossed over the next couple of days and weeks we'll have an exact plan and you, you'll be able to kind of get back serving points again and get people in, in behind the bar working again but uh, the, the, the Facebook page that you manage as well where I know you're kind of going to be, going to be updating um, as the developments come out is what? It's the Angry Bartender Ireland it's just a bit of crack but Sometimes you'll see I like to post a rant and it comes from passion <laughs> because I just love the trade. You know, it's always been good to me. Yep. I think we need to support hospitality. That's the hotels, that's the kitchens, it's the restaurants, it's the bars, it's every live musician because we all need it over the next six months to a year, you know? Yeah, couldn't agree more. 100%. Well, listen... Angry bartender, very best of luck at figuring out the mystery that is reopening pubs on the 29th. And listen, all the best and we'll chat to you again soon. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.